Hi, welcome, shalom, shalom. It's Kenny Russell, Bulldoze of Faith, living life in the spirit. I hope you are blessed and encouraged in Yehovah today. Um, it's great that we can come together and fellowship together. And, you know, there's nothing better than meeting together in the presence of Yehovah. And doing these live broadcasts are just so exciting that we can get into the scriptures and bring encouragement to people in different parts of the world. Hallelujah. Um, I've had a blessed day today. We're still in this stormy season here in Israel, which is great. You know, right now we've got lots of storms going on and uh, it's affecting the internet feed. So we just start by saying, Father, we just pray protection over the internet feed tonight, uh, that we will have a good feed going out and we'll have no interruptions in the broadcast in Yeshua's name. So, the elections are still going on in the U.S. We don't know the results yet, and we just stand in prayer for a mighty breakthrough in the Spirit. Hallelujah. So, we're definitely uh, standing praying for all our American friends with what's going on in the USA right now. But as we look at the kingdom, and we look at our election in the kingdom, and the call that the Father has on our life, our focus is to you know, is, is to really press in. And in this season, we're talking about getting back to the fruit. And, you know, we've been talking about getting back to the roots for long enough, the roots of the faith and understanding the foundations of the Hebraic walk of the faith. But we have got to get back to the fruit. We've got to get to the place where we are walking in obedience and seeing the glory of Yehovah manifest within our lives. So it's a great day. It's a great day to be alive. It's a great day to be serving the purposes of Yehovah. Why? Because you and I have been born for such a time as this. You are not uh, in the wrong place in the wrong century. Yehovah, you know, before the foundations of the earth, he prepared in advance good works for you to do. So tonight, what are we talking about? God works good works in us. That's what we're going to be looking at and staying on this subject of how are we applying our faith with works? How are we putting our faith into action to make a difference? But before uh, we get started here, I just want to give a shout out to those who are tuning in. We've got Lola in Florida. Good to see you. We've got Jeff uh Jeff in, uh, was it, um, Massachusetts, is that right, Jeff? I'm losing my brain here. Uh, we've got Anne in uh, Pennsylvania. She said that she's going to catch up after work. We've got Riva as well in New Jersey. Good to see you. We've got New Day in North Carolina. Thanks for joining with us. And if you're joining with us, just give us a shout out on the chat. We're not really seeing the thumbs up or anything at this stage, but just give us a shout out on the chat. Tell us where you are uh, watching from. Uh, we've got uh, Deborah joining us as well from Texas. Good to see you. Hope you're doing well today. Hallelujah. Yeah, it's uh, okay. So anyway, we're, we're just going to uh, take a time to pray and just, you know, get organized in the presence of Yehovah. Not sure how long we'll go tonight. Um, I just want us to capture you know, by the Spirit, this Word. And it's not really about the length of time that we spend. You know, we, we seem to spend about an average of an hour each time we come online. But uh, let's just see what the Father does. I've only got a few notes here. We'll just be led by the Spirit. 
and uh, see uh, what he has in store for us. So, Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you, Father, that we are born again of the Spirit, that we have received you as our Lord and Savior through the Messiah, Yeshua. We thank you for the works that you have done on the cross. But in our faith walk, Father, we ask that we can be effective for the kingdom. We know that you have prepared a life before us and we want to walk in the fullness. We want to walk in the blessings and the things that you have prepared for us. We want to be effective for your kingdom. And I pray, Father, that you will align us in the Spirit. And that, that's our prayer, that we will have a greater understanding of the activity that we do in each day. You might be working in a job and people are telling you, give up your job. You've just got to serve God and become a missionary. Let me tell you something. You can be serving the purposes of Yehovah right where you are working. The question that uh, we have to ask ourselves is, is, are we being effective for the kingdom right where we are? Are we being effective from, for the kingdom? Are we identifying by the Spirit our environment around us to know how the Father wants us to minister? So, Father, we pray that you open our eyes, open our ears, give us hearts of understanding, and we pray for supernatural transformation in every aspect of our lives. And Father, if there's people watching and listening on podcasts right now, and you know they know they're in the wrong place, we ask, Father, that you will bring deliverance and align us in your will and in your purpose. That we don't have to stay in a place of failure. We don't have to give up. We don't have to walk in condemnation. But we can walk in victory and in confidence because we know who you are within our lives. So, Father, we give you permission to shape us tonight in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Yeshua. All right. We've got Jeff. He's in Missouri. That's right. Sorry, Jeff. Uh, We've got Christine as well joining us in Pennsylvania. Thanks for joining with us. Hallelujah. All right. God works good works in us. You know, some people just want to get so spiritually minded. They're no earthly good, but we are called to bring the kingdom And, you know, I want us to be continually focused on how is the manifestation of the kingdom going to take place within our day. So let's look at our day before us or each day before us. And and are we planning in uh, room for the Ruach HaKodesh, for the Holy Spirit to move? And these are key things. You know, everything I do, everywhere I go, every journey I take, every drive that I'm on, uh, when I walk out, even walking the dog, I'm always in pursuit. Father, I want my eyes to be open. I want to be meditating on what you are saying to me from my time and devotion. I want to be focused on you. I want to fix my eyes on you. And as I walk out, you know, I pray for divine appointments, holy assignments, And speak to me, direct me uh, in the way that I should go so that we are involving the Messiah in every aspect of our life. And, you know, it doesn't mean that you're going out trying to make things happen. You know, if you're in the supermarket and, uh, 
you know, you don't have to be forcing your way uh, for opportunities. And yes, you know, if you're an extrovert, you can get out there, walk up, start engaging people in conversation and start sharing. That's fine. Uh, I do that from time to time, you know. Sometimes I just go shopping, but I'm still listening. I still want to have my eyes open uh, and my ears attentive to uh, the words of Yehovah. So let's turn in the scriptures, Ephesians chapter 2. That's what we're going to look at to start. Ephesians chapter 2. And uh, like I shared yesterday, I encourage you to go through the book of Ephesians from, you know, uh, chapter 1 to chapter 6. And just keep meditating on the book of Ephesians because what we see in the book of Ephesians is the whole gospel of the kingdom. And, you know, we see that Paul is walking with the the, the same understanding of the gospel as Yeshua. And that's what's identified in the book of Ephesians. Hallelujah. So we're in Ephesians chapter 2. I'll just look at uh, what verse we're going to read from. Um, all right, you know, uh, let, let's read from verse 1, and uh, we're going to read the first 10 verses. As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins in which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world and of the rulers of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. All of us also lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our sinful nature and following its desires and its thoughts. Like the rest, we were by nature objects of wrath. But because of his great love for us, Elohim, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Messiah even when we were dead in our transgressions, because it is by grace that you have been saved. Hallelujah. And Elohim raised us up with Messiah and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Messiah Yeshua, in order that we, uh, sorry, in order that in the coming age we might show the in comparable riches of his grace expressed in his kindness to us in Yeshua the Messiah. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves, it is a gift from Elohim, not by works so that no one can boast. For we are Elohim's workmanship created in Messiah Yeshua to do good works, which Elohim prepared in advance for us to do. Hallelujah. For we are Elohim's workmanship. We are Elohim's workmanship, created in Messiah Yeshua to do good works, which Elohim prepared in advance for us to do. He's prepared these works in advance for us to do. So if we can just get into the cycle of the Spirit, if we can just get to the place that we are aligned by the Spirit, we can see an ease that will take place in the work we do in the kingdom. We will actually start to operate into our natural habitat in the Spirit. But you know, I love how this portion of Scripture uh, uh, starts out. It talks about where we have come from. 
And we've got to keep going back and understanding where we've come from. Not that you live and dwell in the past, but as you communicate the victory, the testimony of overcoming, of coming to faith in Messiah and being set free and walking in the spirits and and not being subject and following the ways of the world and the rulers of the kingdom of the air, you know, disobedience, gratifying, you know, the cravings and desires of the sinful nature. No, we have been supernaturally transformed. We do not deserve salvation. It is by grace through faith that you have been saved. And we recognize that. And we recognize that. But so often many believers, they start off in the right way. They surrender to Yehovah. They are walking in his ways and then they get involved in what? Religion of the breakdown of uh, theology and you know you see this person has this interpretation, that person has that interpretation and as a new believer you're just scattered all over the place. It's like what is truth? How do we understand what the scriptures are saying? And many times Believers who have been walking with Yahovah 2, 5, 15 years, they start uh, to become delusional over what is truth. And, you know, we should always be in pursuit of truth. So, you know, you, you, don't, you don't just take hold of things like this and say, I'm holding on to this and I'm not going to let go. Because if you want to learn something new, you've got to let go of something that you thought was truth. So we want to hold it loosely in the hands of Yehovah. We want to come to the place where we are coming alive to the knowledge of Yehovah. It is the knowing of the truth that sets you free. It's the knowing of the truth that sets you free. So when you receive salvation, you don't instantly walk into all of the kingdom uh, benefits. No, as you're coming out of Egypt and you come through the mikvah baptism, you come into the wilderness. What's the plan in the place of the wilderness? It's to get the world and to get Egypt out of you so that you can walk into the kingdom and experience the kingdom blessings. There's a process on our journey of faith. And what we are seeking to do is we're seeking to see the alignment that we are called to walk in. And I, I wrote down some uh, three key points that uh, I was just really pressing in on this evening. Number one, living for the king and not ourselves. We've got to get to the place that we are breathing and functioning every day. We gear our families for the purpose of living for the king. And if you're single, you're gearing your life in order to live for the king, not yourselves. Listen, you'll have many people that will be talking in your ear, asking you what preparations you are doing for self. And we've got to get to the place where we are so in tune with the spirit. We're not walking in fear. We're walking with Yehovah who says what? I am Elohim and we are Elohim's workmanship created not just in the universe, created in God. No, created in Yeshua Messiah. That's why you must believe in the one he sent. If you do not believe in Yeshua Messiah, you have no way to the Father. So what does that do to modern day 
religion? What does that do to Catholicism, who just baptize infants and say, now you're a Catholic, and that's your way, and that's just how you need to walk. You just walk in the Catholic way. You are saved because you were baptized as a child. No, that's not the answer. That's not what it's talking about. If you don't come through Yeshua, if you haven't repented of your sins and accepted Yeshua as your Lord and Savior, you have no way to access the Father. You can access information about him. You know, you can take pictures of the castle. You know, you can go home and paint the trees and the moat and all the things that you see from a distance, but you can't partake from the table that the Father has prepared for you unless you are born again of the Spirit and receive the Messiah. For we are Elohim's workmanship created in Messiah Yeshua to do good works which Elohim prepared in advance for us to do. So we are praying tonight for alignment in the Spirit, that we can be aligned. So if you're discouraged right now and you're feeling like, I'm trying my best to live this life, but the opposition, you know, against the mission is so strong. Where do I turn? I've got nowhere to turn. Can I turn to the left? Can I turn to the right? I don't know where I can turn. I don't know how to function. Then my encouragement to to you today is, you know, you are just being set up for the blessings of Yahovah. Firstly, lay your understanding down. Recognize that you are living for the king and not for yourselves. And we will start to see alignment in our life. Number two, our own understanding where our strength comes from and tapping into the source of Elohim's strength. Our strength comes from Yahovah by the Holy Spirit. So don't do anything unless you're doing it by the Spirit. And, you know, you might think, well, what are you talking about? You know, I'm not going to be driving by the Spirit, walking by the Spirit, you know, making coffee by the Spirit. You know, yes, look, involve the Ruach HaKodesh in every aspect of your life. You should be one with the Spirit in everything that you say and everything that you do. And, you know, we know the reality. Come on. We all fail. We all fall short. That's what I love about what we see in this portion of uh, Ephesians chapter 2. It's talking about by grace, verse 5, that we are made alive with Messiah even when we were dead in transgressions. It is by grace that you have been saved. It's by his grace. So we will make mistakes and fail, but when we learn to stand recognizing that it's who we are in Messiah, we can face any trial, anything that we are going through. If you feel like you're in a place that's so overwhelming you can't cope, I've got news for you. That's just your perspective. That's not God's perspective. The very fact that you're there, when we see in the scripture, you know, it says, um, you know, no temptation has seized you except what is common uh, to man. Elohim is faithful and just and he will provide a way out so that you can stand up under it. No temptation has seized you except what is common to man. The Father knows what you're facing. He knows where you stand today. So don't be in fear. In fear. Just step back, take a deep breath, understand where your strength comes from. So the devil's robbing you of strength. He's trying to dilute you in every way possible. And here, so many of us, 
give up the pursuit in the presence of Yahovah to try and fix our own problems. And I want to encourage you, stop, take a step back and say, Father, I need to be enabled by you to move forward from this place. I recognize that I am trying to work these things out in my strength and I need you. You know, we are his workmanship created in Messiah for good works, which he has prepared beforehand. So listen, we can have confidence. The Father knows exactly where you are. He knows what you are going through. The third thing I wrote down is Elohim's grace and obedience. And we just kind of spoken on that just uh, a second ago. But what is it about obedience? You know, you can think in comparison to how you look to other believers that your walk of obedience is okay or maybe it's pretty brilliant or you know what was we used to say with the crankies pure dead brilliant in the UK you know Um, but you know let's identify are we obedient to the walk of the spirit so how do we get to that place where we Submit before the Father by his grace. Okay, Father, I accept. I can't do this. I can't press forward in my own strength. So you might be facing physical fatigue. You might, you know, be facing trials in so many uh, areas of your life, financially, relationally. That You know, maybe it's everything. Maybe you're, you just you feel like you're so overwhelmed and where you stand that you're almost on the on the verge of having a breakdown, then we come together right now and we say this is your hour to be supernaturally delivered. You are not going to have a breakdown. You might be broken down, but you will be built up by the Spirit. And what are we talking about? Getting back to the fruit. Before we can see the fruit, we have to clean the branches, the pruning. We have to allow... The, the Father to clean the branches. We have to allow the work of the Holy Spirit to manifest in our life. Sometimes you just got to bite your tongue and shut up, you know, on the things that you want to say and just wait and be patient in the Spirit so that we can have the attributes of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Okay, let's turn to Hebrews chapter 5. Oh, look at that. Just turned right there. I like that when that happens, don't you? <laughs> Hebrews chapter 5. We're going to lead, read a few verses um, from here. You know, you might think, are we just repeating ourselves each day from different angles in this last week? Yes, that's exactly what we're doing because we want to be meditating on the word, you know, and, and it's like I said, look, this is not just a message for new believers. You can be in the faith for many years. You can be in leadership. You can be a pastor, a teacher, but we still need the refreshing of the spirit on an ongoing basis. We have still got to get back to basics in our faith on an ongoing basis. You can't just, you know, what what's the word? I'm losing it. I don't know. But anyway, I'm saying we've got to get back to the foundation and, and, and always test ourselves in line with what the Scripture is saying. Yes, we want to move on to spiritual maturity. Yes, we want to be partaking of the meat of the Word. Yes. But, you know, if you are shaken up in the midst of the things that you face, if you're in a in 
recognizing that your life is not bearing the fruit of the Spirit, fruit that will last, then, you know, that's who I'm speaking to right now. You know, if you're experiencing incredible fruit of the Spirit, genuine fruit of the Spirit, bringing transformation, hallelujah, then let's talk about increasing the fruit of the Spirit within our lives. But if you're in a place where you're saying, Father, am I experiencing the fullness of what you have for me? And I've been walking in faith for, uh, you know, I, I don't know how many years. I'm, I feel like I'm getting older and older. You know, it's, it's I don't know, 38 years, something like that. Is that right? Yeah, 38 years and um, 39 years, maybe. I don't know, 38 years. <laughs> A long time. But still, in everything I face, I always come back to the Father. Am I aligned to see the victory that you have prepared for me in the midst of the challenges that are before me? And, you know, I want to share with you how I deal with the battles, how I deal with the challenges. And, you know, for those who have been following the ministry for a while, you know we're constantly walking in and fasting and prayer and pressing in because we don't want the outcome of what we accomplish in the flesh. We want the outcome of what uh, comes from the Father. So anyway, here we are in Hebrews chapter 5. Thanks, Russell, for uh, um, putting the scriptures up there on uh, the comments. That's great for people to follow. Let's read uh, from verse 7. You know, it's talking about the order of Melchizedek and how Messiah is superior in his qualifications than the Levitical priesthood. Okay, but verse 7, during the days of Yeshua's life on earth, he offered up prayers and petitions with loud cries and tears to the one who could save him from death. And he was heard because of his reverent submission. And this is something powerful I want you to look at. You know, what's Yeshua? Uh, you know, look, he, he was faced with so much. Uh, you know, he took on the entire sins of the world, but he successfully uh, was able to walk through. Why? Because he offered up prayers with petition and loud cries. He didn't just sit back. He even wept tears over the things that he faced over the weight that he had to carry. You know, the burden was easy and his burden was light, but, you know, there was pain in the flesh. There was pain walking through on this journey to the one who could save him from death. He knew, I've got to rely on the Father. He is the only one. I must be in the place of submission. Verse 8, although he was the Son, he learned obedience from what he had suffered. So don't be afraid when you're in the place of suffering. It's okay. I don't care how man or Christians or believers or whoever judges me from my walk. As long as I know that I'm walking in the way the Father's called me to walk and I'm obedient in the Spirit and I have confidence in the Spirit that I am submitted to the King, I don't have to fret when man accuse me, when they falsely accuse me, when they come against me, when they misunderstand, you know, the suffering or the trials or the things that I am facing. And I want you to catch the revelation. You know, you've got to get to the place that you die to self 
and you don't care what people think about you. You know, it's not about the reputations of man. How many times have I had people in ministry say to me, yes, I know what you are saying is truth, but I can't do that because it will affect my popularity in the music industry. It will affect my popularity as a speaker. It will give me less opportunities to minister in uh, the network that I'm connected to. How many times have I heard that? Some pastors say, yeah, I get the truth, but, you know, I can tell you that I believe this truth, but I can't tell my local fellowship as a pastor because they will fire me and, you know, I'll lose my home, I'll lose my job. You know, whatever it takes, you know, in the midst of uh, suffering and the midst of attacks, we can understand that that we can be made perfect and be, you know, and, and through the obedience of what he suffered, verse 9, and once made perfect. And this is what we see in James chapter 1. Consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kind, because you know the testing of your faith develops uh, perseverance, and perseverance must finish its work so that you and I can be mature and complete, lacking no good thing. And this is how we walk into the fullness of the will of God and experience the, you know, uh, the fruit of the Spirit manifesting within our lives. And this is what we see in Yeshua's life right here. But he doesn't just say it's to do with his life here. What's he talking about? He, it became the source. He was made perfect. He became the source of eternal salvation for all who obey him. So it's one thing to believe it's another thing to obey him. Are you walking in obedience to Yeshua or do you just believe in Yeshua? And this crossover is what brings you into the fruitfulness of the Spirit. It's not just about your confession, but it's about your walk. We have got to believe in who he is and we have to obey his words. Hallelujah. Uh, and once made perfect, he became the source of eternal salvation for all who obey him and was designated by Elohim to be the high priest in the order of Melchizedek. He is not the high priest in the Levitical order, but he is the high priest in the eternal order of Melchizedek. Why? Because Yeshua is never going to die. He is the perfect uh, priest for our life hallelujah hallelujah so you know look we've got to get to the place where we are working out our salvation with fear and trembling and you know if you recognize mistakes if you recognize failings within your life i'm speaking words of encouragement the very fact that you're here and you're breathing you have the the, the opportunity to turn around and to walk in the ways of Yahovah and see the fullness of his victory. In the book of Matthew chapter 7, in Matthew 7, we'll just turn there, Matthew 7. Verse 21, not everyone who says to me, 
Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name, and in your name drive out demons and perform many miracles? Then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Away from me, you workers of Enomia, you evildoers, you without Torah. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who builds his house on the rock. The rain came down and the streams rose and the winds blew and beat against the house, yet it did not fall because it had its foundations on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who builds his house on the sand. The rains came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against the house, and it fell with a great crash. We have the opportunity to identify, are we building on the rock of Messiah, or are we building on the sand? Are we trying to do things our way? Lord, Lord, we've done all this in your name. No, away from me. I never knew you. You workers of Enomia, you evildoers. You know, we prophesied, you know, we're driving out demons, we're performing miracles, we're doing all these great things. But what's what's Yeshua saying here? No, we have got to be obedient to the words of Yeshua. So you might be working with the gifts and seeking the gifts instead of seeking the heart of God. And, you know, you're going to miss out. It's about relationship. It's about being obedient. It's about walking in his ways. Who does the will of my Father? We want to do the will of the Father. Hallelujah. Well, I hope you're encouraged with the words that we are sharing tonight. Look, this is not about condemnation, but if we don't speak wake-up calls in the things that we're saying, if we're not speaking about spiritual alignment, what are we going to achieve together corporately? I want to see leaders raised up and people rising up and taking the responsibility that we have set our hearts, you know, in the right way to make a difference for the king. Don't stand alone. You know, you can be walking alone and you fall. Who's going to pick you up? But we are called to walk together how we can be in fellowship as the body of Messiah to encourage each other in the body of Messiah, pray for each other in the body of Messiah. If we fall and there's another there, we can have help to be picked up. But you know, when we are walking in the scriptures and and teaching the word, it's amazing how much judgment will come against you as a teacher. And we are held accountable to how we live our lives and the words that we say. And these things are important. But, um, you know, I I just want to read 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and just encourage you with this because here's Paul, you know, uh, incredible man of Elohim, an apostle, of Messiah, and look at what he goes through here. Um, oh, yeah, it's the right. Uh, I'm making sure it's the right scripture, not Second Corinthians chapter two. Okay, First Corinthians chapter two, verse one. When he came, uh, when I came to you, brothers, I did not come with eloquence 
or superior wisdom. As I proclaimed to you the testimony about Elohim, for I resolved to know nothing while I was with you except Yeshua the Messiah and him crucified. So in verse 3 he says, I came to you in weakness and fear and with much trembling. What do we see in these first three verses? You know, it's not about sitting down and getting this incredible polished work. Here's the presentation. You're going to be blown away by the presentation. This is so powerful. The music's playing and everything's happening. Uh, you know, the graphics on the screens and everything's going on. This is not how Paul came. He says, I come to you in weakness and fear and with much trembling. And then here's the key on his message in verse 4. My message and my preaching were not with wise and persuasive words. How many times do we have this midrash? And I call it the rash in the middle. You know, everyone's looking at the belly button. You know, going through the Torah portions, having this midrash many times. And listen, there's some times where, you know, it can be benefit, uh, beneficial and it's edifying and it's good. But, you know, look, the majority of the time, all people do is they just go on the internet and they're just looking at what all the Jewish sites have to say concerning this week's Torah portion. And then you end up so filled with Judaism and religion that you miss the true foundation of how we are called to walk in the Spirit. So my message, this is Paul speaking, was not with wise and persuasive words, but with the demonstration of the Spirit's power so that your faith might not rest on men's wisdom, but on Elohim's power. So we don't want to get to the place where we've got the confusion of man concerning, uh, you know, uh, persuasive words and, and the wisdom of man, even concerning the scriptures. But we want to be led by the Spirit. We want to come to the scriptures and meditate on the scriptures. And every day I'm asking you, I'm asking you, take time aside, throw your cell phone out the window or whatever, and get your Bible and just sit on your own with a pen and paper. Or if you have your, your iPad, iPhone, whatever, just put it on uh, airplane mode and don't be uh, what's the, uh, distracted, but be focused in the presence of God and listen and receive instructions from the Father. And understand that faith rests not on man's wisdom, but on Elohim's power. That's what we have got to get to in verse 5. And it's so true. I love what it says in verse 6. We do, however, speak a message of wisdom. So we're not going to uh, uh, shrink back in, in, in speaking. No, we speak a message of, of wisdom among the mature, but not the wisdom of this age or of the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. No, we speak of Elohim's secret wisdom, a wisdom that has been hidden and that Elohim um, uh, destined for our glory before time began. None of the rulers of this age understood it, for if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. However, as it is written, no eye is seen, no ear is heard, no mind has conceived what Elohim has prepared for those who love him. Now, if we stop there, that would be 
you know, a story of depression. But verse 10 says, But Elohim has revealed it to us by his Spirit. And this is, this is what I want you to get hold of. And we've got to meditate on this and get to the place that we become spirit-led. You know, what's bulldozer faith all about? It's not bulldozer faith as we're coming just to smash things down. No, it's bulldozer faith. We are bulldozing the world out of our lives so that we can build on the true foundation of the rock of Messiah. We are living life by the Spirit to be effective in every aspect of our life. That's what Bulldozer Faith is all about. Hallelujah. The Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of Elohim. Verse 11. For who among men knows the thoughts of a man except the man's spirit within him? In the same way, no one knows the thoughts of Elohim except the spirit of Elohim. Verse 12, We have not received the spirits or the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from Elohim, that we may understand what Elohim has freely given us. Do you know what he has given you? Ephesians chapter 1, Every blessing has been given you in the spiritual realm. You know, why was it not put in the earthly realm? Why is it in the spiritual realm? Come to Yeshua, get your citizenship in uh, the kingdom, and here's your uh, citizenship uh, entry basket. You know, we're going to give you $10,000 a month. Uh, We've got a house for you. You know, that's not what it's talking about. No. What's it saying? That, um, uh, where is it? Verse 12. We have not received the spirit of this world, but the spirit who is from Elohim, that we may understand what Elohim has freely given us. So we want to get hold of what he has given us. And we need the spirit to unlock these things. The reason it's not in the earthly realm is because people can steal it. If it's in the heavenly realm, no one can steal it from you. So we access it from the heavenly realm. So if you're in a tough place and you don't know how to move forward, then you just need to reach out to the heavens and call on the name of Yehovah and bring his provision into your need. Hallelujah. This is what we speak, not in words taught by human wisdom, but in words taught by the Spirit, expressing spiritual truths in spiritual words. Verse 14, The man without the Spirit does not accept the things that come from the Spirit of Elohim, for they are foolishness to him, and and he cannot understand them because they are spiritually discerned. Interesting verse to be put in the midst of this. Because, you know, this is not just talking about uh, a believer that doesn't speak in tongues. That's not what it's talking about. You know, sorry, Pentecostals. You know, well, if you don't speak in tongues, you're not baptized with the Spirit. You don't have the Spirit until you speak in tongues. No, when you get saved, when you receive the Messiah, when you are born again, you are born again of the Spirit, hallelujah, and you receive the Spirit right there and right then. So the man without the Spirit is the one who isn't saved. He's the one that is not in faith. He hasn't surrendered his life. The man without the Spirit doesn't accept the things that come from the Spirit of Elohim. And that's how you can identify if someone has the Spirit, if they are saved, based on if they are accepting 
the things of the Spirit, if they are like to the things of the Spirit, and, you know, they don't want to talk about the things of the Spirit, then the question is, you know, are they in the faith? Are they truly in the faith? You know, because if they're coming against the things of the Spirit, if they can't understand them, they can't discern them, then it, it tells you where you are at spiritually. Verse 15, The spiritual man makes judgment about all things, but he himself is not subject to any, <coughs> to any man's judgment. You know, we're talking about mature leaders walking in the Spirit, making judgment about things. You know, we can scrutinize and, you know, and we can, uh, you know, deal with the carnal-minded, uh, you know, and bring alignment of what the truth says. And that's what it's talking about here. You know, verse 16, For who has known the mind of Yahovah that he may instruct him? But here's some incredible news. If you just get hold of this, hallelujah, this will transform your life. But we have the mind of Messiah. You have the mind of Messiah. So it's not about your thinking and your mind. You have the mind of Messiah. So where are you today? What are you going through? Are you in a place of pain, hurting, broken, saying, Father, I don't even know where I am at this time. Then I just call on you surrender to the spirit we have got to get to the place where we understand that we are elohim's workmanship you have not gone through anything that the father you know hasn't given you the provision to cope in the midst of distress or attacks or or lack or broken relationships whatever you are facing he is faithful we are Elohim's workmanship, created in Yeshua the Messiah for good works, which Elohim prefer, prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So we've got to check our walk. Maybe you've fallen down and you need to be picked up. Then we want to be here to pick you up, to carry you through, to say, come on, let's press forward. Don't give up on Yeshua. Why? Because you're on the brink of the breakthrough. You're on the brink of the miracle. How many people get almost to the place of victory and bang, they lose it? How many people? Don't give up. You've got to identify what's going on in the Spirit and how to walk in the Spirit. So, Father, we thank you for this word today. We thank you, Father, for your word of truth. We thank you, Father, that you, um, you, you work good works in us and we need you we need you to work in our lives we give you permission to work in our lives restore us bring transformation to our lives we need the work from heaven the transformation of heaven to manifest within our life will you heal our brokenness father heal our brokenness we come before you father we need you oh there's such a powerful anointing here i just sense in the spirit that people are being set free you know that heavy weight that yoke of misunderstanding that yoke of failure that yoke of brokenness why 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 is this happened why is that happened why am i going through this and all these burdens the enemy's putting on you your flesh is putting on you your own human understanding is putting on you 
And what's the Father saying? I want you to surrender and come to the place where you don't have to know all the answers. Just trust in me. Trust in me. I'll bring you through. You might never find the answers to your questions. But one thing I do know, Yeshua, he is the way, the truth, and the life. He is the answer. Yeshua is the answer. So we need to come to him and receive from him. This is the hour. This is the day for us to walk in victory. So I'm praying for the army of Yahovah to rise up. I'm praying for leaders to be developed. I'm praying that we don't just get people following the ministry and the things that we're doing, but we get people who are like, yes, I'm going to apply this word. I want to stand upon this word. I, you know, I want to walk in his ways. I want to see the fruits of the Spirit manifest. I want to see lives changed in my community, lives changed in those that I am ministering to on a daily basis. We need to be in connection with those who are not yet saved and be a support to other believers in Messiah. So let's not be writing anybody off. Let's not be writing anybody off, but let's be in the place where we submit before Yehovah for the victory. Well, I hope you've been blessed and encouraged with the word today. Um, you know, I tell you, I am so looking forward to what the Father is going to do as we walk in obedience and we serve him. Because my desire is that we are doing the will of Yahovah, but not just on our own, but together. Let's raise up a, a band of believers that are going to make a difference. You know, Yeshua didn't go out to try and find the biggest crowd to bring the kingdom. No, he just had 12. That's all he had. And he said, through these, this is how it's going to work. This is how it's going to be done. It's not about the big crowd. So let's prepare our hearts. Let's get our hearts in order. Let's look at how we walk in obedience. Let's get delivered when we know we're walking in the wrong way. And let's humble ourselves before Father because we know it's by grace that we're saved. Just know that God loves you. He loves you. Receive his love right now. Receive his love. Receive his victory. You are not a failure. You are not no good. You know, you are not cursed. You know, all the thoughts that the enemy is throwing on you. You know, what's my life come to? What, you know, what, you know. No eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has conceived what God has prepared for those who love him. But by his spirit, he will open up your eyes and bring the truth to you that you have the mind of Messiah, that you can walk in the depths of Yehovah and walk in victory no matter what you face. And that's encouraging news. Hallelujah. All right. Okay, I've got my new glasses on today. You know, it's all this bifocal stuff, so... I've just got to learn how to get the focus here to read the screen. Um, but uh, just a shout out to see we've got Mary joining with us. Welcome. We've got Miguel. Good to see you. Uh, we've got Kathy. Thanks for joining with us. Um, just give us a shout out right now. If you're uh, blessed and encouraged with the ministry tonight, just give us thumbs up on Facebook and uh, YouTube. And I just encourage you to subscribe to our channel if you're watching on Facebook, I encourage you to go to our Bulldozer Faith platform. Uh, let me just give you that link rather than my personal Facebook page, if that's where you are. 
Um, if you're on this page, you'll get alerts when we go live and you'll know uh, when we are, li are live. So I just encourage you, share this message with others. Um, if you've been encouraged, uh, put testimony in the comments on YouTube and also on Facebook. Encourage those who are coming across this message because, you know, listen, we're called to minister one to another. It's time for victory and it's time for us to experience what it truly means to walk in the fruits of the Spirit. And I'm believing in this season, in the midst of the hardship, in the midst of the pandemic and everything we are going through, in the midst of everything we are facing, I'm not sitting back getting depressed at how are we going to get through the next day. No, I'm standing on the promise of Yahovah. He is able. He is able. And as we yield to him, I know that the provision that he has for us, the provision he has for you, is already prepared before the foundations of the earth. So we don't need to be in fear. You know, you can lose everything in this earthly realm, but you, they, they can't take away uh, Yahovah. You know, I love the old Larry Norman song, you know, from the 60s and 70s. <laughs> you know, you can take everything away, but you can't take away my Lord. Uh, great song by Larry Norman. You need to listen to it. <laughs> I'll send a link to it on Spotify or something. I love it. Um, but uh, be blessed and encouraged. If you want to email me at the header on Facebook or however you're watching this, you'll see how to email. It's kenny at bulldozerfaith.com if you're listening by podcast. If you're blessed and encouraged with the ministry and you want to give and support the work, It's bulldozerfaith.com forward slash give. And you can give in your currency no matter where you are watching or listening from in the world. We appreciate you standing with us. You know, we are viewer funded right now because we don't have a lot of business going on at this time because of the COVID and the lockdowns and the things that we are doing. So we appreciate uh, the support that you give right now because it is keeping the ministry functioning so that we can move forward. I also work in the business realm and what a blessing it is to be in business, to bring resources in, to also be a funder in the ministry as well so that we can reach more people. So I'm praying that the doors open and what we do in business as well. And we appreciate everyone that stands with us to make a difference. So anyway, be blessed and encouraged. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow. We are getting ready for preparation day and getting ready for this weekend's Shabbat. Hallelujah. I'm looking forward to enter into the rest. What's the benefit of Shabbat? As we sit down and stop, all the things that you couldn't accomplish, you couldn't complete, the Father says, I've got it covered. You just rest in my presence and you watch what you're going to walk into in the next week. Hallelujah. The blessings of following the feasts of Yahovah. Until tomorrow, Yahovah bless. Hallelujah. Bye. <laughs>